Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this week's horoscope. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, it's so great to have you back. Last week, I announced that Astrology Hub was hosting their 2020 forecast marathon. And now that we are in the week after, this marathon is officially ended. However, if you missed the marathon and you want to catch the replays, or if you saw some of it and you didn't get to see all of it and you still want to listen on your own time, you can join Astrology Hub's inner circle to gain access to all three days of this marathon where you can learn about 2020 in advance from some of the world's most amazing astrologers on the planet. I actually got my journey started very much so by becoming enmeshed and involved and um, inspired by the thousands of people that come together through the inner circle at Astrology Hub. So if you're looking for a community to learn astrology from multiple different teachers throughout the year of 2020, Astrology Hub's inner circle is seriously the one that I would recommend for you to try out. If you're interested in getting the replays and trying out Astrology Hub's inner circle to see how it feels for you and learning astrology with people from all around the world, then the link to do that is in the description of this episode. Feel free to write a comment below if you have any questions about it. You can also email me at stevie at starryalignment.com. I'd be happy to share my experience of being in Astrology Hub's inner circle and how it really helped me learn astrology in so many different ways. So with that being said, let's get right into the horoscope. This horoscope is for January 13th through the 20th of 2020. And if you are listening on the podcast, then I want to let you know that you can join me here on YouTube where I will be sharing my screen where you can see the charts that I will be referring to in case you're a visual learner. And if you are also tuning in and you're hoping to just hear what's happening for Monday um, or Tuesday and then come back, I really encourage you to listen to this whole week forecast um, together if you can because it will give you an understanding of how to really pace yourself throughout this week in general. We have a lot of aspects that have just recently perfected with the eclipse um, this past weekend with the conjunction of the Sun, Pluto and Saturn and Mercury. <laughs> so much going on so I just think that it's very useful to get a whole bird's eye view by listening to this whole video and if you enjoy it then please leave a comment leave a review let me know share with your friends it so helps to spread the word so let's get right into Monday So this is going to be a very potent week because we are coming out of eclipse season. We just had a 
lunar eclipse in Cancer this past week. And now, as we start the day on Monday, we are going to be having the Sun perfectly conjunct Pluto and Saturn all before 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time. So the Sun will perfectly conjunct Pluto at 8.20 a.m. Eastern Time and then conjunct Saturn at 10.15 a.m. Eastern Time. So right at the start of the day, we're going to have the Sun, Pluto, and Saturn at 22 degrees perfectly and Mercury is also not too far away at 24 degrees in Capricorn. So Capricorn energy is about being disciplined. It is about responsibility and the consequences of things that we do over time. So especially on Monday, we're going to be feeling this energy of something needing to change, something needing to become much more serious in our drive and our ambition, in our plan and our strategy. Cardinal energy is what gets things started and Capricorn is the cardinal earth sign. So with the Sun conjunct Pluto, this is going to invite us to really trust our instincts and our intuition about things. Pluto is the ruler of the underworld and it he is this archetype that in the end of our life, if we are to think about, you know, the the afterlife, Pluto is the one that decides whether we come back here or if we have a pure heart and we we go to the next level of consciousness. So with the sun conjunct Pluto, it is the light of consciousness coming together with this dark force that rules healing and transformation and really wanting us to be realistic about who it is we really are behind the facade behind um, you know what we think that we're doing Pluto is this energy of repression and shame so the Sun illuminating this part of us on Monday is going to invite us to really replace bad habits with more empowering choices and to be aware of what really needs to change and needs to transform because we are almost being catapulted into that especially at the start of this week so you might notice that you're facing certain fears around change around starting something new but just know that we are in a very potent time where transformation can actually come easy if you're willing to surrender any fear around that process the sun conjunct saturn is also inviting us to really make progress through steady growth there will be this love for doing simple things this week simple movement of the dial will go a very long way this week so if you notice that you are working on things that you had uh, intended upon manifesting a few weeks ago or a few months ago you might notice that it's here now for you to experience there might be things that um there might be rewards that you are now working through this week or other kinds of karma that you're having to process. This might be a very busy time with work, especially at the start of the week. And it's a really good time to repair things and to work on that plan and the structure since the sun is in the home sign of Saturn and Saturn is at home in Capricorn. So Capricorn is the sign that is ruled by Saturn. So this whole stellium, including Jupiter that is here in this sign and the south node, this is about taking responsibility for the things in our lives. It is a matter of sowing seeds that will last 
a very long time. Capricorn is the yin expression of Saturn, and Saturn is the ruler of time. Saturn is what helps us create boundaries and an understanding of what it is that we want to commit to in the long term. So this conjunction with the Sun and Pluto is going to invite us to pay attention to our intuition and to our instincts. What have we been feeling in our gut needs to change or we could improve within our structures to better support ourselves? This illumination of Pluto, the ruler of the underworld, will help us to see any bad habits that could be replaced with more empowering choices. And these bad habits don't have to be your traditional expectation of what that might be. This might be overworking yourself and choosing to cut back. This might be simplifying your process so that you're not uh, burning yourself out. All this energy in Capricorn has been driving our economy, has been driving all of us to, to work very hard. And maybe this week we'll start to see how we could simplify this process even more and to downsize if possible. So be aware of any change that is really wanting to be embraced this week on a whole new level since we are on the other side of the lunar eclipse in Cancer, which perfected last Friday. We also had Mercury conjunct Saturn and Pluto on Sunday, uh, January 12th, the day before this forecast for Monday. And so with Mercury passing Pluto and Saturn, you may have had, and including Pluto and Saturn being conjunct one another, and now the sun being added into this party, the, the planet that tends to illuminate and um, bring about change through conscious awareness, we are being really invited this week in a very potent way to start a new rhythm, start new habits that allow us to grow in a steady and sustainable fashion. So this Monday, we're definitely going to be feeling a serious tone in the air. Um, you might be working on things that are coming from karmic choices of the past, whether those are rewards or some sort of consequence of your choices. Uh, the sun coming to touch Saturn is going to be connecting us with um, long-term timelines in terms of vision for the future, as well as connection to where we are now in relation to the past. As we move into the rest of the day, uh, the moon will be in the sign of Leo um, very early in the day on Monday. It will oppose Venus in Aquarius at 8.41 a.m. Eastern time perfectly, and then go void of course until 9.06 a.m. when the moon moves into the sign of Virgo. So to start the day on Monday, if you're up early enough, um, just before 9 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will be in the sign of Leo, which is very playful. It is very uh, theatrical, quite dramatic. And with the moon opposite Venus, it can feel like there is some tension going on in relationships. So especially at the start of the day on Monday, um, take your time with understanding where relationships are and people might need their space. You might need your space to process what's going on within you. So let there be a bit of um, separation and pay attention to what you know needs to be fixed and take ownership of that since this opposition will be in the fixed sign of uh, fixed fire and fixed air with Leo and Aquarius. Once the moon moves into Virgo at 9.06 a.m., 
We will then move into more of an energy that's about being productive in some way. And the moon will be in a trine with Uranus and Taurus, as well as Jupiter in Capricorn and the South Node in Capricorn as well. In whole sign, the moon will be also trining Pluto, the Sun, Saturn, and Mercury. So this grand Earth trine on Monday after 9 a.m. Eastern time for the rest of the day will make us want to be productive in some way. It will help us feel more grounded if it's been a very turbulent last few days. And with the moon trining Uranus, you may be doing things that are very much out of the norm, but in some way somewhat grounding. Venus will also be at the very edge of Aquarius on Monday, and Aquarius is a sign that is very detached, it's unemotional, it's futuristic, intellectual, very opinionated as well. So you might notice that relationships are feeling this way, feeling sort of detached and unemotional, and people are much more concerned about the future, especially on Monday by uh, the evening or by the, excuse me by the afternoon at 1:38 p.m. eastern time venus will move into pisces on monday until february 7th so for about a month we will have venus in pisces and pisces is about compassion receptivity it is much more emotional since it's a water sign pisces energy is very empathic sensitive and even introverted so Venus will be in the sign till February 7th. And so you might notice that in your relationships, there is this, this ability to share how you're feeling with others in a very private way. You might also benefit from expressing yourself through art or being receptive to connecting to yourself in new spiritual ways. Um, you might find that people and even yourself are wanting to become a little bit more introverted as we move into this energy of late winter with Venus in this sign. Um, Pisces connects to the end of winter and preparing for the energy of spring. And so just think about that in terms of our relationships. This is where we might be interacting from a place of preparing for an initiation of some kind once we get into February and Venus moves into Aries. As we move into the rest of the day on Monday, the moon in Virgo is going to perfectly square Mars in Sagittarius at 9 p.m. Eastern time. This square may create a bit of tension in our relationships even further, especially since Venus will be now in Pisces and the moon will be in Virgo. So there will be a wide opposition and a square to Mars. So with that, with all this energy and mutable signs, there may be something that we're trying to finish up on Monday night, something that we are moving towards in terms of uh, feeling motivated to break free from something or to gain clarity on something in terms of our plan, in terms of um, what our ambition is and what we believe in relation to that. Uh, Mars and Sagittarius is helping us to connect to the inner warrior within us 
and how we are, are exploring new possibilities. We are allowing ourselves to see what's possible beyond our previously perceived limits. Although Mars is ruled by Jupiter, so we are wanting to create a bit of a plan in terms of this adventurous spirit that we are feeling inspired by. So this square from the moon to Mars can initiate some unwanted uh, frustration or, or agitation in relationships. So keep that in mind on Monday. Keep things simple um, and know that uh, if you're feeling any tension in terms of what you're feeling motivated to go for, um, go for it, be athletic, be active, um, and try to use this energy productively. Once we get into the evening, the late, late evening on Monday, the moon will enter its waning gibbous phase in the sign of Virgo. So this means that we are now out of the full moon phase at the end of the night on Monday and now moving into the yin phase of the moon cycle where we are actually in a place of manifesting what was culminating during this full moon for us on Friday of January 10th. So this is a time of manifesting. It is a time of receiving and it is a time to really think about what you are grateful for and how you can begin to attract more of that into your life on Monday and through the rest of this week through your gratitude. So overnight on Monday, the moon was also going to perfectly trine Jupiter in Sagittarius. And this may have you feeling quite adventurous on Monday night, um, maybe even optimistic about what can uh, happen, what is possible in terms of the structure and organization or just um, timelines of the future. You might be getting some insight around that since that alignment will happen at around 1 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesday morning. So looking into Tuesday, the moon will be in the sign of Virgo and it will be coming off of that trying to Jupiter on Tuesday morning. So you might wake up feeling uh, inspired to get organized in some way with the sun, with the moon in Virgo and with it coming off of this trying to Jupiter, um, the benefic optimistic being of the sky, you might be noticing that uh, there's things to be very grateful for at the start of the day. And as the day progresses, um, we will have the moon opposing Neptune and Pisces at around 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. And this opposition between the moon and Neptune can bring up a bit of anxiety. There may be a desire to simplify and navigate Tuesday with a bit of a slower pace. Uh, it might be a good day to get, to get organized, to clean, to meditate, and to connect with source consciousness through your prayer, since this energy is opposing Neptune, which can connect us to higher realms and ideals. As the day progresses, the moon is going to perfectly trine Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. The trine to Pluto will perfect just before 11 and the trine to Saturn will perfect literally just after 11 p.m. Eastern time since Pluto and Saturn are so closely conjunct one another. The sun will still be conjunct Saturn. So Tuesday, we are definitely going to be feeling this seriousness in the air, this awareness of time, this awareness of our mortality and the importance of making the best use of all of that. And this trying to Pluto in the evening will likely surface some truths with some emotional intensity on Tuesday night. So keep 
keep in your consciousness the blessing and the benefit of acceptance and through expressing your emotions in a way that is healthy. Um, so facing your fears, maybe through journaling, maybe through drawing, maybe through talking to a family member or a friend about how it is you're feeling can be very helpful to um, let go of the need to feel like you need to be perfect. With the moon in Virgo, there may be this desire to really see ourselves in a way that is um, we might be able to recognize all of our imperfections so try not to be too hard on yourself with that and instead identify how you can establish new habits new patterns with the moon trining saturn this is a very auspicious time to create new uh, routines for yourself and even though the energy may be quite serious and there may be de decisions that need to be made um, focus on the rewards that can come from your determination and there's one thing i didn't mention on monday and at the start of this weekly forecast and that is that every planet is going to be direct from this week through to february 17th so for the next 36 days starting from sunday january 12th through to february 17th all planets are completely direct in the sky and this includes outer planets as well and when we have all of the planets direct it really inspires us all to be moving at full speed ahead on projects um, so keep that in mind this week we do have all the energy moving forward and that can really support you in making choices that um you need to in terms of project deadlines and um, just doing things around your home or within your own personal uh, goals so keep that in mind on tuesday with this energy trining to saturn and pluto um, and uranus with the moon and virgo there's a very powerful energy the start of the week to be productive and to get things done in a way that is concrete and noticeable On Wednesday, the moon will still be in the sign of Virgo at the very start of the day. And overnight, it will have trying the sun in Capricorn at around 2 a.m. And at 7 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will trine Mercury in Capricorn. So to start the day on Wednesday, very early in the morning, you may be feeling a little bit of weight being lifted from your shoulders. This trine to the sun and Mercury can help us to see things from a more optimistic perspective. It can help us to see the more expansive and bigger picture view of where things are going. Mercury is also coming off its conjunction with the sun, which occurred um, last Friday. And so we are now feeling inspired, initiated of, in, in a way to really take action on the downloads that we received this past weekend. So because Mercury is combust the sun right now, just separate of the sun by three degrees, it might not be the best time to work on all of the communication aspects of things, but doing things behind the scenes, getting a plan going, creating a structure for your team, creating a structure that you know you can start to move with that maybe doesn't even require language can be very impactful this week especially. So once the moon trines Mercury, which can help with any kind of thinking or communication that you do need to do at 7 a.m., the moon will go void of course until about 11 
a.m. Eastern time. So just before 11 a.m., the moon will move into the sign of Libra. And during that quick void of course period from 7 to 11 a.m. Eastern time, it'll be a good time to really get in some extra rest, meditate, be alone. The void of course period is um, a time where we are less in a space of wanting to interact, but more to observe. So keep that in mind during that quick little window. And once the moon is in Libra, we will be much more focused on our relationships since Libra is ruled by Venus and Venus is the planet of relationships. Venus will also ironically perfectly sextile Uranus and Taurus on Wednesday at 6.15 p.m. Eastern time. So Venus will now be in Pisces making this perfect sextile to Uranus and from this on Wednesday, we might be feeling that there is a new spark of socializing in some way or communicating in a way that is different, relating to people in a way that is different. Our money may be kind of flowing in a different way than usual. We may be spending kind of erratically or spontaneously from this sextile to Uranus, Venus rules money. So there may be something that we are choosing to indulge in because it is pleasurable. Um, and this might be something that we weren't necessarily expecting and especially on Wednesday. There may be surprises in relationships and realizations about what we truly value in this present moment thanks to this alignment with Venus and Uranus. And with the moon so sensitive to what Venus wants being ruled by Venus in Libra on Wednesday, you might feel that there is something that uh, you need to change in terms of how you communicate with the ones you love, how you create harmony and balance within your life through the way in which you relate. This will also be the last day that Mercury is in the sign of Capricorn. So this might illuminate the structures that are possible for you to create in terms of your communication with others. And like I was saying before that the actual communication might not flow as easy as other times, but you may be getting ideas about future plans that come through very strongly, especially plans that are uh, for the long-term vision. These, these plans might require some serious thought, they might rely on reason, and you might be feeling ambitious about what you believe is possible for the future. So notice if you, know, if you see that on Wednesday and write it down if you have any of these kinds of inspiring um, thoughts. On Wednesday night, the moon will perfectly sextile Mars in Sagittarius at around 1.15 a.m. Eastern time. And then it will also square Jupiter in Capricorn overnight as well. So Wednesday night, it might be a very active evening. You may be tempted to overextend yourself and you may be needing to be aware of self-control this evening because of this really intense energy of wanting to be ambitious, to expand and to be adventurous in some way. So be sure not to overdo that and to just uh, get the most that you can out of it without um, overextending yourself. The moon will also be squaring the nodes of the moon on Wednesday into Wednesday evening. So you may be feeling like, okay, I am ready to make a pivot in terms of my destiny. And this might be very directly impacting 
the way in which you are communicating with others, the way in which you are relating. And some of these relations may be bringing you back to simple earth medicine since Venus is in a sextile to Uranus in fixed earth, Taurus. On Thursday, the moon will continue in the sign of Libra and it will sextile Mars overnight, square Jupiter overnight, and square Saturn and Pluto overnight as well. So Thursday, we'll be definitely coming off of these aspects and especially waking up knowing and being aware of our responsibilities at around 2 a.m. this square from Saturn and Pluto will perfect. So you might wake up feeling very much in tune with the things that you have to take action on and with the moon in Libra making a square to all this energy in Capricorn, um, we may be feeling like we are aware that shifts need to be made, but Thursday may be a day where we're really recuperating ourselves and preparing for the next big shift. On Friday, the moon will perfectly square the sun, and that is when we'll move into the yang energy of the moon's lunation cycle. So Thursday will be the last day of this waning gibbous phase, and this is a yin energy where we are really more reflective, more thinking about our gratitude, more in a place of receptivity. So Thursday, you might be aware of your, your responsibilities, or you might be aware of other people's responsibilities and how they can possibly be more responsible. So be aware of harsh judgment and instead replace that with patience and perseverance. Replace judgment with understanding, compassion, um, and knowing that everything will happen in its due time. On Thursday, we're also going to have Mercury move into the sign of Aquarius at around 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. And Mercury will be in this sign until February 3rd. So right around the same time, we're going to have Venus moving into Aries on February 7th and Mercury moving into Pisces on February 3rd. So we've got Venus and Mercury entering whole new signs this week. And this is going to really impact the way that we feel about our relationships and our communication within them this week. So Mercury in Aquarius is a sign that is very intellectual. It is very futuristic, objective, and observant. So we might have some ingenious ideas coming through with Mercury entering this sign. And it is really interesting that we have the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, excuse me, the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction happening in the sign of Aquarius at the end of 2020. So with Mercury in this sign, you might be getting some futuristic understanding of what that Saturn-Jupiter conjunction might bring. So I would really open your mind to seeing the future, to seeing what's possible for your own individual self and for the collective as a whole. This Mercury will also be squaring Uranus in Taurus. Uh, as we move through the week and into next week. So there may be some mental pressure or some mental awareness that there is some major changes that are going to be made on a global scale within our own personal lives, 
um, between Venus making a sextile to Uranus, which is much more harmonious. So this is very helpful for being cooperative with others. But this square from Mercury to Uranus is going to be really making us aware of what needs to change. And some of those changes might happen very quickly. So if you need to do things with technology, with um, revamping of, let's say your website or your brand, um, this week might be a week where you're just noticing uh, where things are wanting to evolve in a direction towards. So Thursday, the moon will be in Libra. Coming off of these squares to the Capricorn stellium, and as we move into Friday, it will continue to square the stellium and move into the sign of Scorpio. So Thursday, with the moon in Libra, there might be a focus on relationships, on creating harmony, on creating balance in any way you find comfort in to relieve pressure, relieve stress, and prepare you for what's next. On Friday, the moon will be in the sign of Libra and it will square the sun at around 8 a.m. Eastern time. And so this will have us entering the last quarter phase of the moon where we are now in the yang, the yang portion of the moon phase. And this is about transforming in terms of what we've now accumulated in our manifestations. So this is cultivating energy and transforming where we are and taking action on where we are based on everything that has come to us so far. And in this process, we can also give back in some way. So a good question to ask yourself during the last quarter phase is, how can I support others? And with the moon in Libra, this is about supporting others in a way that will create harmony across the board. And once this square to the sun perfects at around 8 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will go void, of course, until 1.20 p.m. when it moves into the sign of Scorpio. So once we have the moon in the sign of Scorpio, uh, this is another energy that we will be shifting into. Scorpio is about uh, penetrating below the surface. It is the fixed water sign, so it is emotional, but it likes to go beneath the hidden layers of the emotions. So Scorpio is investigative, it is unafraid of the taboo, and with it in this sign on Friday, you might notice that you're much more interested in doing research or healing yourself in some way through an awareness of your body, through an awareness of your desires and you're wanting to explore and expand to new territory since the ruler of the moon is Mars and Mars is right now in Sagittarius. So the moon will square Mercury in Aquarius perfectly at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. And since the moon and, and Mercury are both in fixed signs and the moon is going to be exactly opposite Uranus, in Taurus, um, there will be this fixed cross that's happening between the moon, uh, Uranus, and Mercury on Friday. So there will be this intuitive knowing of what needs to change. And some things might be happening very spontaneously. There may be a shift in your mind. There may be a change in mindset. There may be uh, a, a conversation or an interaction that you have that helps you surrender to the vision for the future. And 
This opposition between the moon and Uranus will happen at 5.55 p.m. Eastern time exactly. So be aware on Friday night of um, moving too quickly, of potential accidents. The moon opposite Uranus does bring about unexpected events. So keep that in mind. As we move into the evening, the moon will also trine Venus in Pisces. And this is very beautiful for connecting in relationships in a very romantic or just compassionate and kind way. So this, this trine will perfect at 10.25 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. So if there's ever a time to go on a date and be real about how you're feeling and to be kind and gentle with your words, this would be Friday night. Um, the moon scoring Mercury can have us saying things that are sometimes quick and um, harsh. So just be aware of that. Be, be compassionate with your style of communication and know that people in relationship are going to be feeling quite sensitive. Overnight on Friday, Mercury is going to perfectly square Uranus. So this T-square between the Moon, Mercury, and Uranus will intensify overnight, at least for Mercury and Uranus, the mind and our connection to the future. Um, this will intensify Friday night. So you might notice that it's somewhat difficult to get some rest on Friday. So um, you might be thinking about the way in which you want things to change. And the last time that we had Mercury squaring Uranus was when Mercury was in Leo and this was on August 16th of 2019. So last summer we had Mercury go retrograde just before this squared Uranus perfected and Mercury went retrograde in Leo and into Cancer and then went direct in Cancer and eventually came back into Leo and then perfectly squared Uranus. So if you can think back to where you were in uh, mid-August of 2019, what you were thinking about, what was changing, what was difficult, what was turbulent, and how it may be relating to where we are right now, you might be able to gain some insight into how to more appropriately navigate the changes that you're feeling are coming up in your desire realm at this time. So when we had the square to Uranus from Mercury when Mercury was in Leo, the theme might have been around expressing your talents and feeling like you can lead in a whole new way. There may have been a sincerity in how you were communicating. And maybe that communication went overboard in some way. Maybe you were overconfident in some way. Or maybe that confidence is actually what propelled you to exactly where you are now. And you can pull upon that confidence to propel you to the next level that your mind and your nervous system is becoming aware of. So with Mercury now in Aquarius, this is much more about our intellect, about our ideal understanding of what is possible, about using science, about using categories and um, objective perspectives and data to make wise choices. So hopefully we'll see around the planet uh, the caring for some of the world crises that are coming about and we can use our intellect. We can be ingenious about how we rebel and create change in a positive way. So if there's any way that you can um, make changes right now in your life that you feel are benefiting the world as a whole, then do that. 
You know, there may be communities of people that agree with your opinion, or there may be other communities that need to hear your opinion or communities that you need to hear their opinion. Aquarius is a very opinionated sign and can, um, this is where that rebellion nature comes from. Because if we are rebelling from a place of uh, ignorance or of feeling like it is the only this is the only option we have sometimes that is very good because in some ways that is true um, but other times you know to find that happy medium to get out of that fixed um, realm we need to open our minds to see uh, other opinions other perspectives so um, you may be noticing this week that you're feeling very charged up about what you believe in and um, in some way that will really support what is happening next for you. But keep in mind to, to take in other people's opinions and to see if you can fuse those in a way and create alchemy and use the Scorpio energy where we can transform things that are beneath the shadow to really create a stable foundation beneath us. On Saturday, the moon will be in the sign of Scorpio, making a trine to Venus, Neptune, and the North Node in Cancer. So with this on Saturday, we are not gonna really be feeling too much of this until we get later into the day. Um, at the very start of the day, the moon will perfectly sextile Jupiter at 7.45 a.m. Eastern time. And as we move into the day on Saturday and into Sunday, uh, we are going to be feeling this grand water trine between the moon, North Node, uh, Venus, Neptune, um, this, this water energy really starting to stir and also a sextile from the moon to all this energy in Capricorn. So Saturday and Sunday are very beautiful days for emotional healing, for trusting in the flow, uh, for seeing the potential within our relationships, for creating a whole new future, creating a whole new foundation, um, coming out of this eclipse season, coming out of the intense Saturn-Pluto conjunction, Sun-Saturn-Pluto, Mercury conjunction that we've been going through. Um, we are now approaching the end of Capricorn season by the time we get to Saturday and Sunday. And this moon in Scorpio is going to help us to heal in very courageous ways, to see the mystery in it all and to allow our determination to reveal our passion. And in some ways this can illuminate obsessive patterns about the future about what is ideal and so keep that in mind and try not to force too much of uh, a reality that isn't uh, meant or up to the collective see if you can incorporate some of that more mutable energy with the moon trining over to venus and and neptune and pisces and see if you can embody more of that compassion and uh, know that whatever it is that you're striving for in the future can happen through your hard work, through your determination, and through your sense of optimism. This sextile to Jupiter will perfect at 7.45 a.m. and the trine to Neptune will perfect at 6.15 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. So Saturday is a really beautiful night, especially to allow yourself to relax and unplug after a busy, busy week.
on Sunday, the moon will continue in the sign of Scorpio and it will sextile Pluto, Saturn, and the sun throughout the day. So that sextile to Pluto will perfect at 5.15 p.m. Eastern time, the sextile to Saturn at 6.15 a.m. Eastern time, and then the sextile to the sun will perfect later in the day as this is the last day of the sun in Capricorn. So the sun is at the very last degree of Capricorn. And that sextile will perfect at 4.21 a.m. Eastern time. So with all this energy sextiling over to Capricorn on Sunday, there may be a very ambitious nature behind you to get things done in a way that feels harmonious, that feels natural. Um, it's a great day to do research and to uh, get your foundation moving maybe if it, even if that's through rest because this is a sextile ruled by venus and venus is in pisces closing in on her conjunction to neptune and capricorn is a yin expression of saturn so this could be a day where you're noticing that you are kind of slowing down in your productivity but all the matter you are also um, getting something important to you done by the end of the evening the moon will move into the sign of Sagittarius on Sunday at 5.40 p.m. Eastern Time. And once the moon moves into Sagittarius and begins to move towards its conjunction to Mars in this sign, you may notice that you're feeling much more adventurous, much more wanting to be athletic in some way. Maybe you want to travel, maybe you want to learn in some way. Um, this is a very pleasant energy uh, that might make you feel quite ambitious because of this conjunction building to Mars. So Sunday night you want, might want to do something that allows you to feel free-spirited and um, generous with your energy. It's a great night to get in a run or to be physical in some way to release any pressure or feelings of anger or frustration that might be coming up. So keep that in mind and I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful week. Hello, beautiful soul. I just wanted to come in here and give you one last reminder that Astrology Hub's Inner Circle is open for enrollment this week, and they only open enrollment twice a year. So if you're interested in joining, this would be the week to do so because enrollment is closing very, very soon. I have been a part of Astrology Hub's Inner Circle since the year 2017, and it is really what catapulted me into becoming an astrologer and working online and even offline doing this work. Um, the Astrology Hub Inner Circle is one where you get to connect with people from all around the world through new moon rituals, through master classes with amazing teachers who are extremely qualified, and you get to ask questions about your chart to the community, to the teachers. They even do live chart demos. So if you're interested in joining this community where you can connect with astrology lovers from all around the world and learn from different astrologers every single month, then follow the link in the description of this episode to learn more and join while enrollment is still open.
It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Ansus, which means wisdom and signals. So with this week, we are having Mercury squaring Uranus. We're also having the Sun, Saturn, and Pluto still in their conjunction, but separating very much so. Um, Saturn and Pluto are definitely going to be still sitting at very similar degrees, but there is a lot going on in terms of how we can use the structural downloads that have been coming through, the spontaneous change that we're feeling called to make, and to do that in a way that is wise, to follow the signals that are coming through for us, and to honor them by knowing that when we trust, when we go with the flow, and we listen to the cosmic energy that's just naturally coming through us, and the messages that are arriving in our space, in some way we have also manifested them. We have called them into our field to learn from. So I hope this week you have a beautiful week, paying attention to those signals, and working with Uranus and Mercury as they inspire us to do things in a different way. Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating, comment below if you're on YouTube, and share on social media. Your engagement truly helps to spread this message to people who may not have heard of it before. And I really think that your one small token of gratitude goes a really long way. So thank you. And if you're interested in knowing how this astrology is affecting you personally, then I do want you to know that I am booking readings right now through the end of February. I have some openings in February, although there are only about seven appointments left. So if you're interested in getting a reading with me soon, then go to staryalignment.com readings to book your call. And I so look forward to weaving through your unique expression of this astrology. May you live in alignment now and always.